Welcome to Straight Up Sports, the podcast, NCAA Tournament Edition. I'm your host, Andrew Schaefer. In today's episode, it's, it's finally here. March Madness, the best event in all of sports. The most bet-on event in all of sports finally starts in the NCAA Tournament. So the, the two biggest storylines for me going into this tournament were that the three, num- three of the number one seeds were from the same conference. Duke, Virginia, and North Carolina were all in the NCAA Tournament tournament obviously and they also were all number one seats from the ECC the other storyline was the last four teams in the field Belmont which I think was surprising to a lot of people a lot of people thought TCU was going to get in but give credit to the committee for going with a mid-major school in this situation Temple also got in as well as Arizona State and St. John's I know a lot of St. John's fans were on edge because they didn't think they were going to make it but they made it and now they get a chance to play a tournament game So we're going to go region by region, game by game. I'll try to give as much information out as I can. Uh, I've watched a lot of these teams, so I know a lot about this sport. So I'll do what I can. Uh, We'll start in Duke's region. They were the number one overall seed. They're going to take on the winner of North Dakota State and North Carolina Central. Doesn't matter who wins this game. I like Duke. They're way too strong. Zion Williamson is the best player in the country. They will take on the winner of VCU and UCF. I like Central Florida in this game. Taco Fall, their 7'6", 300-pound center, is an excellent player and an excellent rim protector. Also, they have a great guard in B.J. Taylor, who has really improved this year under head coach Johnny Dawkins. For VCU, my big problem with them is, one, they lost in the 8-10 quarters to Rhode Island. That's a big problem as a one seed to lose to an 8 in a quarterfinal. And also, Marcus Evans, their best player, their guard, is 50-50 to go in this game. I like Central Florida to play Duke. The 5-12 game is Mississippi State and Liberty. I like the Liberty Flames here. Liberty's played really good this year. Offensively, they're an outstanding team. They average 74 points a game, which is pretty high for a mid-major school. They they are out of the Atlantic Sun Conference. They beat Lipscomb in their tournament final. Mississippi State is a team that defensively doesn't show up at times. Offensively, they average 77 a game. They're an excellent offensive team. But defensively, they've had a lot of issues this year. There have been games at times where it looks like they don't even want to play. So I'm going to take Liberty in a 12-5 upset over Mississippi State. Then we have Virginia Tech and St. Louis. Virginia Tech, obviously an at-large coming out of the ACC. Justin Robinson, their point guard, is back from injury. That's a big get for them. Playing St. Louis, who is the preseason favorite to win the A-10. They ended up being the sixth seed in the tournament and then ended up winning the A-10 tournament. So I guess it all came full circle for St. Louis. But they won't beat Virginia Tech. Getting Robinson back is such a big help for them. Blackshear is a very good center. And Alexander Walker is a lottery pick. In this year's NBA draft, I like Virginia Tech to get past St. Louis. Then we got Maryland, the sixth seed, taking on the winner of the first play-in game between Belmont and Temple. I like Belmont to beat Temple. Belmont, though, has never won an NCAA tournament game, which is surprising because they're an excellent team coached by Rick Bird, who's been there a long time. They've never won a tournament game, but I think they're going to beat the Temple Owls. Now, Temple... Uh, Their head coach is retiring after the season. So I think for them, they could be playing for their coach and, you know, trying to advance as far as they can under Fran Dunphy. But but I'm going to take Belmont in that game. And I'm actually going to pick Belmont to upset Maryland. Maryland's one of these teams that's been up and down most of the year. They were in the Big Ten and, you know, they were a solid Big Ten team. But Mark Turgeon's teams have struggled in the NCAA tournament in the past. You know, Bruno Fernando is one of the best NBA uh, forwards in this draft. Jalen Smith is another NBA forward as well. But I still like 
Belmont. I think Belmont is due for a win, so I'm going to take Belmont to upset Maryland. LSU and Yale. Now, LSU has had a lot of drama recently. They lost to Florida in the SEC tournament, and then their, their head basketball coach, Will Wade, was suspended indefinitely for FBI investigation. Yale has a very, very good basketball team. They beat Harvard in the final to get to the NCAA tournament. Two years ago, they actually won a tournament game. They beat Baylor. And so Yale has a lot of experience. They know what they're doing. And they have a player by the name of Mie Oni. I don't know if I'm saying that right. But he is Yale's best player. He is an NBA-type player. LSU is discombobulated right now. The last minute and a half of that Florida game in the SEC tournament was a disaster. I am going to take the Yale Bulldogs to upset LSU in a 3-14 game. Louisville, Minnesota. Listen, this is the Rick Pitino game. Louisville has some issues. Um, you know, they haven't really played well since the 23-point lead they blew to Duke. Minnesota has looked better recently. They beat Purdue in the quarterfinals of the Big Ten. They got blown up by Michigan. I still like Louisville in this game because I think they were in the better. The ACC to me is better than the Big Ten. Even though the Big Ten got more bids, I think the ACC is still the better conference. They have very more top-heavy teams. And Minnesota went 9-11 and in the Big Ten, which is not great. So I'm going to take Louisville to beat Minnesota. And then Michigan State is playing Bradley, the winners of the Missouri Valley Conference. Bradley was the sixth seed in that conference. Uh, fortunately for them, Loyola Chicago could not get out, so I am taking Michigan State to get past Bradley. So to continue in that region, we have Duke and Central Florida. Johnny Dawkins, the head coach of Central Florida, was an assistant under Mike Krzyzewski and also played for Mike Krzyzewski. And I think Central Florida could give Duke some problems. Central Florida is a big team, and Duke's not going to be able to go at them. Duke's going to have to make shots against Central Florida, but too much talent for me. I like Duke in this game. Liberty and Virginia Tech, two schools in, this, in the state of Virginia. I'm not even sure Virginia Tech even knows where Liberty is, but I think Virginia Tech will beat Liberty. Too much talent again for Virginia Tech. Then my second round game is between Belmont and Yale. Give me the Yale Bulldogs. I am riding Yale. I love the way they played against Harvard, and they move the ball. They share it. They average 82 points a game in college basketball, which is almost unheard of, to be, to be fair. I'm going to pick the Yale Bulldogs to go to the Sweet 16 as a 14 seed. And this is my bracket, so it's go big or go home. Michigan State-Louisville, a rematch of a game that was played earlier this season that Michigan State lost. I think Michigan State gets their revenge and beats Louisville. So in the Sweet 16 in this region, I have Duke and Virginia Tech at a conference game that Virginia Tech actually won, but Duke did not have Trey Jones. And that was Zion Williamson, I believe, played in that game, but really wasn't that healthy. I'm going to take Duke to beat Virginia Tech and then Michigan State to beat Yale. And then Duke and Michigan State will meet in the Elite Eight. And I believe, I might be reading this wrong, but from what I've read, Coach Tom Izzo's record against the likes of Mike Krzyzewski, Jim Beheim, Rick Pitino, and Roy Williams is 2-25. and 25. That will go to 2-26 and 26 as Duke will beat Michigan State and Duke will go to the Final Four. Let's go to the next region, which is the South region, the number two overall seed. That was the Virginia Cavaliers. They will be taking on the Gardner-Webb Bulldogs. It is Gardner-Webb's first trip to the NCAA tournament. 
Virginia way too strong, and Gardner-Webb is not beating Virginia. 16 will not beat a one this year. I like Virginia. Ole Miss and Oklahoma. I thought Oklahoma was overseeded. I thought they should have been a 10 or an 11. Ole Miss, to me, is a team that has overachieved this year. Kermit Davis coming from Middle Tennessee State's done an outstanding job, won SEC Coach of the Year. I like Ole Miss to beat Oklahoma. Wisconsin and Oregon is a tough game. Wisconsin is a team that really likes to grind it out, but they've had a lot of problems this year scoring at times. Oregon is an outstanding defensive team. They won the Pac-12 tournament. Peyton Pritchard went to a Final Four with Oregon when he was their point guard early. He's still there. I like Oregon to upset Wisconsin, and I love Dana Altman as a coach. Kansas State and UC Irvine. Now, Dean Wade, one of their best players, may not play in this game. He's had a foot injury, and he's had a lot of foot injuries during his career at K-State. Whether he plays or not won't matter. I am taking UC Irvine to upset Kansas State. Kansas State did make an Elite Eight last year, but UC Irvine won 30 games this year. And any mid-major team that wins 30 games, I don't care what conference you're in, that is an impressive feat. UC Irvine averages 73 points a game, and they only give up 63 a game. I like UC Irvine to upset Kansas State. Villanova and St. Mary's, a, a battle of two Catholic schools. I don't like the fact that St. Mary's has to travel to Hartford, Connecticut. That is a big problem for me. Villanova's got a huge home court advantage there. I like Villanova to beat St. Mary's. Then we have Purdue and Old Dominion. Purdue is a team that I think has underachieved a lot in the NCAA tournament in the past. Old Dominion is a team that Syracuse actually played earlier this year and lost to. Old Dominion is an excellent basketball team. They were actually in a relatively tough conference in the Conference USA with Marshall, a team that won a tournament game last year, and Western Kentucky, who a lot of people had winning this year and could have gotten to a Sweet 16. I just don't think Old Dominion has the talent. Jeff Jones is an excellent coach. He's battling prostate cancer while coaching this team. But I am going to take the Purdue Boilermakers to get to the second round. Cincinnati and Iowa. Now, Cincinnati, I thought, should have been a higher seed. But Cincinnati got favored because now they get to play their games in Columbus, Ohio. I like Cincinnati over a really struggling Iowa team that has struggled defensively. Their head coach was suspended for two games, calling the ref a motherfucker. But let's face it, that was pretty savage. But you shouldn't be getting suspended for games in February when it's tournament time. That's just not smart. I like Cincinnati to beat Iowa and Tennessee to beat Colgate. Even though I will be rooting for Colgate, I will take Tennessee. Let's go back to the top of the South region. We have Virginia and Ole Miss. I like Virginia. Too much talent for me. And they're on a mission to get to the Final Four. Oregon and UC Irvine. Uh, I like Oregon. Again, UC Irvine, I think, will just be happy they won a tournament game. Oregon has been there, done that before. Kenny Wooten is the next Jordan Bell. Uh, you got Peyton Pritchard, who is an outstanding point guard and can really run. And Lewis King is a five-star recruit who was injured for most of the early part of the year. I like the Ducks to get to the Sweet 16. Villanova-Purdue. This was a tough game to pick because Villanova basically has a home game in Hartford, Connecticut. But I'm not sold on Villanova this year. Eric Pascoe and Phil Booth are excellent players, but Purdue has the best player on the court, and that's Carson Edwards. I like Purdue to beat Villanova and get to the Sweet 16. Cincinnati and Tennessee. Now, Mick Cronin, Cincinnati's head coach, has been complaining that Cincinnati hasn't gotten regional advantages geographically. Well, guess what? Now you get to play in Columbus, Ohio against Tennessee, and I think Mick Cronin falls flat on his face as Tennessee gets to the Sweet 16 and beats Cincinnati. 
Then Virginia will play Oregon. I think Virginia will win. It will be a low-scoring game. But Oregon has had issues at times this year scoring the ball. I like Virginia to beat Oregon. Purdue and Tennessee, I love the experience that Grant Williams and Admiral Schofield bring. I like Tennessee. And that leaves me with Virginia and Tennessee. Listen, Tennessee has a big size advantage, but I think the experience of Tony Bennett and Virginia I think will be too much for Rick Barnes to handle. I think, like I said, Virginia's on a mission to get to the Final Four. I think they do it this year. I like Tony Bennett and the Cavaliers to get to the Final Four. So let's go to the third number one overall seed. That was North Carolina. They are playing the Gales of Iona. Now, Tim Clewis, the head coach of Iona, was actually the high school coach at St. Mary's High School, which is right down the street from where I am. So shout out to him and shout out to the Gales, but they will not beat North Carolina. Utah State and Washington. Well, I will be rooting for Washington in this game because of Mike Hopkins, former Syracuse assistant, now the head coach there. I think Utah State has the perfect formula to beat it. Sam Merrill is one of the best players in the country that nobody knows at Utah State. Utah State is a great passing team, and they're a very good rebounding team. I like Utah State to beat Washington. And Washington losing to Oregon in the Pac-12 tournament final doesn't help their case. Auburn and New Mexico State. I think a lot of people are going to pick Auburn because they won the SEC tournament. Let me just pause for one second. Okay, Auburn beat a Florida team that should have been at the foul line with three seconds to go. That was a foul on that last play. Auburn then beat a Tennessee team that put their heart and soul into the Kentucky game and was out of gas that entire night. Auburn also got really hot from the three-point line. I am not sold on Auburn going deep. I am picking New Mexico State to upset the Auburn Tigers. New Mexico State averages 78 points a game, and they only give up 64 points a game. That is impressive, again, for a mid-major school. And New Mexico State coming out of the WAC. You know, the WAC has never been known as a basketball uh, conference by any means. But there has been a lot of praise for head coach Chris Jans. He's had multiple chances to go to big schools. I think this is the break he gets to go to a big major, to go to a big school. I like New Mexico State to get past Auburn. Kansas and Northeastern. Northeastern's a very good basketball team. Kansas is really beat up. No LeGerald Vick, no Silvio DeSosa, and no uh, Azubuki. But I like Kansas. I still think they're going to at least win a game. Iowa State and Ohio State. I like Iowa State. Ohio State has struggled recently. They're not a very good basketball team. Chris Holtman's done an excellent job, but Iowa State is one of these teams. If they get hot, they can go on a deep run, and I think they're playing good basketball right now. I like Iowa State. Houston will beat Georgia State, but let me remind you that the last time Georgia State was a 14 seed, they beat Baylor because R.J. Hunter hit a three from 35 feet. So don't rule out Georgia State, but I'm taking Houston to win that game. Wofford and Seton Hall is a tough game. I'm going to go with the Pirates. My guy Quincy McKnight is there. I, I love Quincy McKnight. He's a great player. And Miles Powell's had a great year. I love the toughness that Seton Hall brings. Wofford hasn't played a team this tough. Yes, they played North Carolina earlier in the season. You know, they played Kansas. But Seton Hall is tough. I mean, they're physical. They're grinders. I like Seton Hall to beat Wofford. And then Kentucky will beat the absolute hell out of Abilene Christian. North Carolina then will play Utah State. North Carolina just too fast for Utah State. I like Carolina. New Mexico State and Kansas, I'm going with another upset. I like New Mexico State to get to the Sweet 16. Chris Jans, again, has done an excellent job, and Kansas is beat up. They lack a lot of depth. If they get into foul trouble, it's going to be a long game for them. I like New Mexico State to pull off an upset. Iowa State and Houston, I like the Cougars 
Houston just has been so good all season long, and they're on a redemption tour after losing to Michigan last year. I think they get past the second round and get to the Sweet 16. And Kentucky-Seton Hall is a rematch from a game played in MSG with Seton Hall won at the buzzer. I like Kentucky to beat Seton Hall. That leaves me with North Carolina and New Mexico State. North Carolina is way too good for them. I like Carolina easily in that game. Houston and Kentucky will be a great game, but I think Kentucky just has too much talent. I like Kentucky to beat Houston. And that sets up North Carolina and Kentucky, a game that was played earlier this year and that Kentucky won, so I will take North Carolina to get to the Final Four. We get to the last region, and that's the West region. And Gonzaga's region. A lot of people didn't think Gonzaga should have been in as a one seed, but now they are. And they're going to play the winner of Fairleigh Dickinson and Prairie View A&M. Prairie View A&M should win this game, and then Gonzaga will blow out Prairie View A&M. My alma mater, Syracuse, will take on Baylor. I like Cuse. A lot of tournament experience for Syracuse. Baylor has not done well against single-digit seeds under Scott Drew. I like Syracuse to beat Baylor. Marquette and Murray State. This is the best game, I think, of the first round. You got two of the best guards in the country in Marcus Howard and Ja Morant. I think Murray State pulls out the upset. Even though Marquette has a lot of size, they have really struggled recently defensively. And I think Murray State and Ja Morant is going to come at Marcus Howard. And I think Murray State pulls it out. Florida State and Vermont. Uh, Florida State should win that pretty easily. Buffalo. Then we'll take on the winner of Arizona State and St. John's. If Arizona State wins, it'll be Bobby Hurley against his former team. If Buffalo, if St. John's wins, it's a battle of New York. I think Arizona State will beat St. John's. St. John's, I just don't know what team's going to show up. That's why I'm picking against them. I hope they win. I'll root for St. John's. But I'm picking Arizona State. But does, I don't think it doesn't matter who wins that game. I think Buffalo advances either way. Texas Tech will play the winners out of the Horizon League, the Northern Kentucky Norse. Uh, Texas Tech is a really good basketball team coached by Chris Beard. Jarrett Culver is a top 10 NBA draft pick. I like Texas Tech in that game. Nevada and Florida. This is an interesting game. Nevada was projected to be a 2 or 3 seed at the start of the year. They end up as a 7 disappointing year for them. They lose in the Mountain West Mountain West tournament. Um, I love the way Florida's playing right now. They they beat LSU. They should have at least gone to overtime with Auburn. I like the Gators to upset Nevada. Michigan will smoke the Montana Grizzlies. So that leaves me with Gonzaga and Syracuse, a, a matchup that happened just a few years ago. Syracuse won that game. Now Gonzaga has Josh Perkins, their point guard. He was in that game. Syracuse won that game. Maybe stole it, but they won that game. I am picking Syracuse to beat Gonzaga. I might be a homer, and that's okay. This is my bracket, and I'm allowed to do what I want in my bracket. But I promise you, Syracuse will give Gonzaga all they can handle with that zone. Gonzaga played Washington earlier this year and only won by two. And Syracuse plays a much better zone than Washington. So I am taking Syracuse to upset Gonzaga. Florida State and Murray State. John Morant will not be able to handle the length and size of Florida State. I like the Seminoles to get to the Sweet 16. Buffalo and Texas Tech. Buffalo, I am picking an upset. I am going to ride the Buffalo Bulls. Five seniors starting. Texas Tech, other than Jarrett Culver, has had times when they were losing, they couldn't score. They're a very good defensive team. But I love Nate Oates and the Bulls. Give me Buffalo to upset Texas Tech. Michigan and Florida. I'm very worried about Michigan because Charles Matthews came back and did not look very good. Michigan at times has stalled offensively. 
Florida's playing well right now, but I'm going to take Michigan and give John Beeline the benefit of the doubt. That will give me a Sweet 16 of Syracuse and Florida State. Now, this is a rematch of a conference game that Florida State won by 20 in the Carrier Dome. Syracuse will be pissed off. Jim Beheim will use that as motivation. I think the accident that Jim Beheim had will rally the team together, and Syracuse will beat Florida State. Buffalo and Michigan. Again, John Beeline will have time to prepare. When he has time to prepare, Michigan usually ends up winning this game. But I am not sold on Michigan this year. I am taking the Buffalo Bulls to go to the Elite Eight to play Syracuse. The region that blows up is the West region. You have two teams from upstate New York, Syracuse and Buffalo. And Syracuse in a rematch and a game in which Syracuse lost by 15 in the Carrier Dome will beat SUNY Buffalo and will go to the Final Four. I might be a homer, but that's too bad because a lot of people are going to pick their alma maters to go far, so don't at me. So I have four ACC schools in the Final Four. Duke, Syracuse, Virginia, and North Carolina. I like Duke to beat Syracuse. Zion Williamson will dominate Chukwu and Dolajai. They're just too thin. I like Duke. And then Virginia and North Carolina is also a rematch of a conference game that Virginia won at North Carolina. I think North Carolina gets it done. They beat Virginia. And we finally get the championship game everybody wants, and that's Duke and North Carolina. They have never played each other in the NCAA tournament. I am picking Zion Williamson and Duke to win the national championship. I understand that Duke is a heavy favorite, but Zion Williamson, R.J. Barrett are the two best players in college basketball, and they embrace this moment. They want this moment. And I think Duke and Mike Krzyzewski cut the nets down in Minneapolis and they beat North Carolina. And Duke is your national champion. So just a few things to point out. I have an 8 against a 6 in the Elite 8. That is unheard of. I don't know if that's going to happen. It probably won't. But if it does, I could say I told you so. The other matchups, I have the 1 versus the 2. I think that's pretty standard. A lot of people have North Carolina and Kentucky. A lot of people have Virginia, Tennessee, and Duke, Michigan State. I think the region, really, that's the most uncertain is the Gonzaga region because Gonzaga really hasn't played any competitive games in a while. And Syracuse is coming out of the ACC. You've got Florida State. You also have Texas Tech and Buffalo. Michigan could be dangerous. So there's a lot of unknowns in that region. Um, I, I would say this. The dark horse for each region I would say in Duke's region, I think the team to watch out for is Yale or Belmont. The, you know, I think the winner of that little bubble there with Maryland and LSU could make a run. Uh, I think in the West region, I think it's definitely Syracuse because of all the experience they have going to a Sweet 16 from a play-in game. Florida State is extremely dangerous. So is Buffalo and so is Texas Tech. So I, I think there's a lot of dangerous teams in that Western region. In the Midwest, I really think the dangerous team... Is, could be Houston. You know, I know they played in the American, which isn't a strong conference, but the fact that they at one time through 28 games only had one loss shows you a lot. So I think they're a really dangerous team. And in the Virginia region, I think the team to watch out for, even though I don't have them going far, is Villanova because of Jay Wright and because of what he's been able to do with his teams the last few years. I think a lot of people will have Villanova going pretty far. I don't because I'm not sold on Pascal and... Booth as star players. 
Usually what wins these things are senior guards and a lot of size and experience. And when you look at the teams I have in the Final Four, uh, Duke has the best player in the maybe the best two players in the country in Williamson and Barrett. Syracuse has experienced guards. Virginia has experienced guards. And North Carolina has just a lot of size. I mean, they're a big team with Luke May, Cam Johnson. Uh, you know, they just, they have a lot of, I'm not necessarily sold on North Carolina. I'm not confident about North Carolina going to the final, but the way their bracket is set up for them, it's pretty easy. I mean, you get Iona, Utah State, you know, Auburn or Kansas, who I don't think are that great this year. I think Kentucky's the one team that could probably take them out, but I just, I don't like the, the lack of experience that Kentucky has. They really don't have a lot of seniors and juniors. They're a lot of freshmen, a lot of inexperienced players. North Carolina has Luke May, who's been to an Elite Eight game. I know Kentucky may want revenge for a game that happened a couple years ago when Luke May hit a buzzer beater, so maybe that's something in the back of Kentucky's mind. That might be the game of the entire tournament, North Carolina-Kentucky. That could be an excellent Elite Eight game. You know, As I said, 5-12 and 6-11 are usually where the upsets happen. Uh, I have a lot of upsets, as I mentioned. Liberty over Mississippi State, Belmont over Maryland, Yale over LSU. I have Murray State over Marquette. I have Florida over Nevada. I have Seton Hall over Wofford. I have New Mexico State over Auburn. And I have Oregon and UC Irvine. I have nine upsets in the first round. That's a very high number. Usually it's somewhere from five to six. But remember, last year, Florida State was an eight seed and beat Gonzaga. So, I mean, anything can happen. And like I said, usually one region tends to blow up. My guess is it's going to be Gonzaga's region because I think the other three regions are going to be the one and the two seed. If any region is going to blow up, I think it's going to be the West region. Uh, I think some of the Cinderella stories to watch, I think Buffalo, uh, Murray State could certainly be a team. I think Iowa State is very dangerous. I think New Mexico State is a well-experienced uh, team as well. Yale and Belmont are two other teams. Oregon is a team with experience. So I, I think those are just a few of the things to watch out for. You know, if I were to pick, uh, you know, like a game from the first round to watch, I would say it's Marquette and Murray State again with Morant and, and Howard. I think that might be the best game of the first round. Wofford-Seton Hall is going to be an excellent game as well because I really like Seton Hall this year. Even though they had some bad losses, I still think that's going to be a great game. I think Wisconsin and Oregon is going to be an excellent game. Uh, so we'll see what happens in the NCAA tournament. Obviously, go to ESPN, go fill out your tournament challenge, go fill out your brackets, go win a lot of money in your office pools, and go nuts. I'm Andrew Schaefer, and this is Straight Up Sports.